fueled by the outdoors, your source for hunting, fishing, archery, and all things outdoors. Welcome to Fueled by the Outdoors. We're your hosts, Rick Cates and Chris Leppert. Hello, how is everyone doing? <laughs> <laughs> that was the perfect opener after Hello. last week's. <laughs> Hello, and how are you this Hello. morrow? <laughs> Would you like to give me a curtsy as well? <laughs> <laughs> give you a curtsy. Oh, my goodness. Good to have you back, man. Thank you. Good to be back. Yeah. A little, yeah. little tired. I, I can imagine so. So cheers to uh, your newborn. Um, <clears throat> I know it's a, a fun time. And uh, even though it's a fun time, as someone whose son is uh, turning five tomorrow and has had a child Ooh. during turkey season, <laughs> um, have fun finagling ways to make sure that your child's birthday gift is to go turkey hunting with his father <laughs> well we're working on that yeah. um old Cade was was born at 11 11 uh, make a wish last yeah man i've never heard that really my wife mentioned that today um yeah he was born at 11 11 last friday on the 23rd which as you guys said we freaking called it she's had three babies all of them the Friday before their due date. Um, so quite impressive. Uh, Mama and baby are good at this moment. Um, Cade was quite the the big boy at uh, nine pounds, 7.1 ounces. Ooh. Yeah. His, when his head came out, um, I thought, oh, cool. You know, and then like the rest came out and I'm like, man, that might not be his head. <laughs> and it was <laughs> so um but yeah i mean it was it was an awesome experience little guys doing pretty good uh he's not as loud as his sisters are and um hopefully he'll start kind of getting a sleep cycle figured out here soon mm. and because uh, he sleeps really well throughout the day and when he does cry it's not bad his little cord deal already fell off and i think the little jake beard's healing up just fine and everything Good. so um doing doing well so it was a pretty cool experience it it really sucked to uh miss last week's podcast because it was kind of a kind of a a memorable one mm-hmm. um you know just because of our amazing time down in kentucky i mean we didn't we we only killed one bird um but you know we didn't kill a bird opening day but that was just so much fun and man did we call that me and luke talk about going to the back and me and you both said like yeah we'll probably be up there chasing birds with you guys and hey lo and behold all the turkeys (laughs) were where you guys were so uh that was fun though everything we figured out and um just a blast man it's it's cool to hunt with buddies oh it's 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 a blast so actually so i should talk about this so i uh um you talk about hunting with buddies the guy who let me come on his property in turkey hunt uh last friday where i got my bird um he and i are going out saturday morning Ah, and so we're like i told josh the uh the idea is to get 
his name is Bruce. We're going to get Bruce's, hopefully his first Tom on his property. Um, man, I, I I really hope because he has an absolute ton of birds down there. Does he? And oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, is this where you killed your Turkey? This is where I killed my Turkey. Um, this is where, um, is he in the market for friends? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. He's got a ton of deer and a ton of Turkey, man. Oh, I'm sure. Um, how many, how many acres do you have? 113. Ah, nice. That's a solid piece of property. Solid piece of property right in between um, a bunch of other properties uh, that uh, oddly enough, uh, he, he was, he, but not oddly enough. I think it's just kind of the way that things go when you have guys who understand conservation stuff. Um, His neighbors and he have all agreed. uh, I think it's him and the surrounding properties to not shoot any bucks that aren't like above like a 140. Um, nice. yeah, so it, it's Wait, that aren't below a 140 that aren't below a 140. Yes, okay, yes, I was yes. gonna say, not what not kind of <laughs> shitty slot limit is this <laughs> other way around. Um, yeah, the, not not uh, not below a 140, but okay, um, it's in an area where there's just an absolute ton of birds, and we're going out Saturday morning. Um, I actually turned down a full um once probably once in a lifetime uh opportunity to go to the derby and uh oh. yeah so i i i am hoping that we go and we I, my my hope is that we double um that'd be so, oh so you get to hunt too I okay get to hunt too. He, 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 nice. said, he said bring your gun so i'm bringing my gun so the the idea there is, is that if we have two birds walk in, we're going to attempt to double. If we have one bird and it's a Tom, he's blasting it. But I think he's also kind of the, of the opinion that uh, turkey season ends May 9th in this state. So it's also getting greener and greener and greener, which means it's uh, harder to find birds and things like that down here. Mm-hmm. And he may pull Jake breaks. I'm not sure, but. The idea is to get him a hey. Tom and there's nothing cool. wrong with pulling a Jake break that they talk that, no. that Jake that I killed. Um, I, I wouldn't, I haven't, I don't know that I measured the beard yet, but, uh, he, he was, he was a decent sized Jake. Like, did, did you, um, so did you look at his fan much? Uh, yeah, I got it in my garage right now. Okay. Uh, Oh, by the way, what do you plan to do with that? uh haven't decided yet are you saving it i always like save for them. yourself no I, okay. I just save them just in general i was gonna say if if you want to donate that to the jake strutter foundation <laughs> i bought um so i bought two i guess primos or something made yeah. them their little tail fan holders oh yeah yeah, yeah. And, uh, you can like fold it up and oh, nice. uh, stick it in your vest or whatever so it makes it convenient you don't get shot as much yeah so um i Anybody who kills a Jake and wants to donate to that, I'm down to Chinatown on that one because I I mean, I hate to, I don't know why, but I hate to take a Tom beard or Tom beard, a Tom Tom fan and clip it. Yep. Um, so, but yeah, if, if you're not going to like hang it up or anything, I'll take it. And No, uh, I mean, it's, I, I haven't decided yet because I believe 
This is actually the first bird I've ever killed by myself. Yeah, I know that. That's so. A, so actually, you know got, what? I'm not going to take it. But <laughs> do you have you ever cleaned one and everything yourself? No, we should probably. Uh, well, I mean, I, yes, I have. I've bore. I mean, I've cut it and boraxed it and that kind of stuff. So I did that with we, my one last year. Why don't we um, take that and stick it in the freezer? Mm-hmm. It's cut off of the bird, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So take it and stick it in the freezer and let's hook up uh, soon and we'll film a tutorial. That's on a good idea. How, how to, clean, to out. clean it out and borax it. And then we can even go as far as um, showing people a little bit on how to make it uh, a tail fan that you could use for a decoy as well. So um, we can bondo it so it'll hold it. and Yeah. Uh, reinforce it and everything so that'd be pretty cool yeah absolutely absolutely so I'm I'm pretty excited about this whole thing and going down there with Bruce I mean it's it's one of those things where you know like I like I had said to Josh last week I have a bunch of buddies from college that were my fraternity that we didn't know that anybody hunted we like we were just all kind of down in college and a lot of them were from Ohio just like me Um, and the guys from Kentucky would you know, go hunt during rifle season, but a lot, not a lot of them would turkey hunt. Yeah. Um, my buddy, Brett would, my, my, uh, he, he's a, a roommate that I had my junior, junior or senior year. I can't remember which one, but, uh, he, he, he would go deer and turkey hunt all the time. And <clears throat> it's sad because like we were in, you know, probably one of the better areas in Kentucky for, hunting in general now that like as you get older and you go back and you look at like oh daniel boone like national forest ran up right behind my dorm and that's nine thousand acres all the way from north to south um or you had you know pioneer weapons area or anything like that surrounding cave run lake it's just a really nice natural area and um but i'm excited to go out with bruce because it'll be cool to get a kind of long time friend hopefully his first big bird on his own property and to be able to call one in for him is uh is will be will be the cool thing and it's uh you know like i said with mine it came in completely silent because i don't think it wanted to get the shit beat out of it by a a bigger bird and when i say that there's a lot of birds i think i counted eight different gobblers in the trees around his property and then a hen to my left at 50 yards so just absolute insanity of what you want to you want in a turkey property man yeah that's beautiful i'm uh, <laughs> man i'm jelly i um we have a a pretty cool thing coming up here in kentucky we're gonna hook up with our buddy uh mike henson yeah we're gonna run, we're gonna run some public and private down there and um see how that works i'm really hoping I can get a bird on the ground in the morning. I'm going to hunt for just a, a smidgen and mm-hmm. um, kind of go from there. But if I'm lucky enough to kill a bird, oh, excuse me, guys. Um, if I'm lucky a enough tired. to kill a, yeah, if I'm lucky enough to kill a bird in the morning, then I think I'm going to devote this weekend to Kentucky and try to at least get a bird down and uh, go from there because. Um, I didn't realize Kentucky has kind of a short season. Um, we do when it comes in late. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it's well. No, you know, I take that back. I think it's only twenty-one days in general. Like it's yeah, it's, it's, it's three weeks. A 20, it's a twenty-one day season, but a, for whatever reason, Kentucky kind of operates on that uh, on that system, and like rifle season is twenty-one days. Oh wow! Yeah, so I mean, I mean, I Are know in serious? Ohio, yeah, Ohio gets like a week, but we get twenty-one days during the middle of the rut. That's why that's why the deer count is so damn high down here every year. Like it's it's like archery for the first two weeks, then crossbow comes in and it ticks up a little bit. And then November 13th this year is the start of rifle and it runs all the way through Thanksgiving and just guys go out there and pound deer with rifles the entire time and stack them up. And then that that's not even including the two muzzleloader seasons that you have. One is only a weekend. But then you have another that lasts another 10 days. So you have, so where, is it a statewide muzzleloader season? Yep. So you're telling me that I could take a muzzleloader and go where we turkey hunted and shoot a buck? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you could go there. uh, Yeah. Where we, where we turkey hunted. Yeah. Um, not the place God. I scouted. So you, you could go there with a muzzleloader in mid-October and um, shoot a buck. There was talk that they were going to allow a short rifle season at the end of September um, to, for doe take only because uh, with – what's it called? Not Area 1. Um Whatever it's called. Area 51? No, 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 no. It's, uh, I'm trying to think of the first word of it. There's like sections one, two, three, four, um, unit one. So it's, it's like unit, it's, it's, it's the northern part of the state, like the entire, like from Lexington north. Um, it, it, you know, all the way out to eastern Kentucky, all the way out to western Kentucky, all the way north is, uh, is, um, like the area one and it's unlimited doe take. So they were talking originally wow. about, yeah, they were talking originally about putting in a short rifle season over a weekend that they don't ever kill bucks in. So it's like the last weekend in September, I believe, is the lowest buck killed weekend in the state of Kentucky every year for whatever reason. I think it's just because they're in transition and that kind of stuff. But there's a ton of does in the area and they, they want them gone. They want it to be more like area two, which is Lexington, um, kind of into so Western about zones zone. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. You remember it. Um, okay. That's making more. I'm like, what is this dude spitting? Over here? <laughs> this yeah. Spitting. Um, okay, man, that's a lot of opportunities to kill deer with a gun, which, you know, it's most, fun if you can get on, do don't it. understand, but, uh, I don't care if I compete or not. I'll shoot a deer with a rifle, muzzleloader, shotgun, pistol, crossbow, damn air rifle. I don't care, man. I love, I I love gun hunting. I I mean, I really do. And I I think that's mainly because that's what I was raised on doing. Takes all the damn stress out of it, man. Man, It does. Like it's, it's one of those things where, um, if I can just, if I can take a gun out, I don't got to worry about necessarily, like one lunging it or, you know, hitting it far back or, or whatever, like the trauma is going to take the animal down. And if I need to throw another round in it, I can. But 
with with a gun, it makes it so much simpler. I mean, it, it really does. And I feel it's so much more efficacious than a, than a, than a bow. But when you're, when you're allowed to start in September down here, like it, it makes it that much better too. Like it's, yeah. it's just ridiculous. And don't get me wrong. You know, like you were saying, I, I have love for my archery seasons and everything. Mm-hmm. Cause again, you know, you got more opportunity, more access, whatever. Um, but dude, let me get that muzzle loader mid October oh, and I'll go just, I mean, essentially there's zero reason to not have a buck down mid-october now basically i mean uh, pretty much i mean pretty much if if you're not terribly picky which i'm going to see what we get on camera and the the few private and public spots we hunt mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and go from there but i have a feeling that you know uh you should at least be able to put maybe like a pope and young or 130 or something like that oh off that property absolutely absolutely yeah. so, absolutely um we'll see though might yeah. be a little tougher than i think i mean it i will say when i hunted in kentucky the one day that i did mm-hmm. um that was an overwhelming place to try to get into a tree mm-hmm. um because a lot of the trees are small where i was hunting yeah. where i was wanting to hunt there's yeah. not and you're almost like in those places i wish i would have just taken some uh zip ties some black Mm -hmm. zip ties and zip tied some branches and stuff together to make a little blind on the ground and sit on a freaking stool because you're i mean you're just not getting in the trees no no well unless you're uh doing what tyler westell did and he told us when he killed his nice buck where it was like in a tree that was looking like it was gonna lean over oh dude (laughs) i mean that's the truth too i I know they were they're four inches three inches in diameter and i'm Mm -hmm. like man and then the one i picked i'll never forget it i i actually cried because i got stuck in the tree with multiflora rose stuck to my ear neck face back arm like it just it had me and i couldn't go down mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. up or to the side Ugh. without ripping my skin and i'm like man i need help man but uh i was also i was using a different climbing system and that part was frustrating and mm-hmm. just the whole like now that i know man i'm a carry a pair of scissors or something with me. And if something like that gets in my way, I won't trim tree branches, but I'll damn sure cut the multi-floor rows off. Oh me. yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, but, uh, it's an invasive anywho, species. Anyways, you're doing it a favor. Is it? I believe multi-floor rows is a, is a, is a, um, invasive. I did not realize that. I mean, Ottomol, a Russian Ottomolov is so, I mean, Oh mo- yeah. Mo- those, those are those, those things that the deer love. Aren't they the low growing yeah. yep. sort of shrub tree? Yep. Yep. But mo- most of that type of creeper vine and that kind of stuff is not a natural thing for the area. So like, you'll see things like, um, I think it's more native than what it was now. I mean, I, someone can tell me that I'm wrong, but I believe kudzu is actually one of those things that is not a necessarily a native thing and like came over here at one point there's lots of weird natives what's, the, what's kudzu 
kudzu is that are those big leafy things that look like vines that kind okay, of that like grow everywhere in the mountains grow every in the yeah, south so that's, in the south yeah, so that's yeah. well that's what i meant sorry that's what i ran into in kentucky like you'd yeah. be looking at a tree and you're like oh there's literally nowhere to put to anything, attach anything. On tree yep like i can't do that so okay peace out yeah um but yeah i mean i think I think opening your mind and saying I can sit on the ground, I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, especially I mean, it's so thick. All you got to do is stay upwind of the deer. Oh yeah, said, absolutely. No, downwind of the deer. Downwind of the deer, and, and you're you're good. So, uh, but anywho, we kind of got into the deer hunting there off the turkeys. Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, excited. We start preparing for it before too terribly long. I'm but. so excited, dude. We have so many cool little tutorial videos to do on climbing we got the one sticking and uh stick conversions to double steps and the whole nine we're oh it's gonna be a good summer (laughs) yes it is yes it is well and i mean i should say this as well so while kentucky's turkey season goes out on believe mother's day um so if you any of you get out during that day good luck but the following weekend, yeah. we have a squirrel come in. Uh, or, uh, yeah. So it, it rolls right into squirrel and bullfrog season. And, you know, spring squirrel, it, it, it's, it's weird. And um, as an Ohioan, you know, you never, you never get to experience that. But down here... It, it it's so odd because it's like oh you are walking through the woods and some stuff is either still fully in bloom or there's mm-hmm. nothing there at all and it's kind of like fall squirrel season like right at the beginning like you know i think ohio's comes in in like early september it's a little bit like that but it's just it's super weird to be hunting squirrels that early in the season because they're not doing I guess, regular squirrel things that you would expect them to be doing in the fall. Like they're still on acorn, like, like their food sources change and that kind of stuff. And they're still searching for acorns and things like that, but it's completely different type of hunt, which is, it's still such a cool thing to kind of go through and do. And I encourage anybody who has the opportunity to go and do it um, because there's not a ton of people out there squirrel hunting. There's just, there's just not. And it's a shame because it is uh, one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite game meets. So okay. maybe you shouldn't go to those. Maybe you should just leave it alone for me. That's what you should do. Just don't touch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we'll have to do some spring squirrel hunting. I've never done it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's best like, you know, some guys will take, you know, some guys think of squirrel hunting, like, Oh, you, you get the 22 ready and that kind of stuff. Not, not with this. Like you, like you use the shotgun, you use, uh, yeah. you know, you use your, you know, five high brass and, you take those little boogers out of the trees uh, when you see the tree, when you see the uh, tail moving in the, uh, in the branches. I'm going to take the old 410. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Sweet. So, so are you, are you hunting with that this like uh, tomorrow morning? Oh yeah. Yeah. I still haven't been able to mess with the 12 gauge at all. For those of you, obviously everybody basically that doesn't know, I sighted in my 12 gauge the other day just to kind of have a, a gun that I could take out of state. Uh, we had some incidents where I had birds 
probably, I, I don't know if it would have been in range, but I think at one point it would have been, and I could have made out a head and a beard and all that and taken a shot. Um, but because I didn't have a scope, I, I just had trouble telling through some thick stuff with some rough lighting. I think this sounds so stupid, but lighting seems to get me all the time on a turkey head. And uh, I just couldn't see well enough to make it out and get a shot. So mm-hmm. I thought, well, let me go make sure the, the 12 is good. And so I put the scope on it, sighted it in. And it, I mean, shot some nines through that thing and mm-hmm. <laughs> not fair. Um, so I went turkey hunting the other day, sort of like a scout hunt. And I got close to the truck and I felt this vibration and sure enough, my scope is like moving well, not a little. Uh, It makes me sick to my stomach thinking about that. Let's just go ahead and put this in the truck. And luckily I have the old 410 in there. So I got it out. um, I mean, it just, it's so frustrating. So how hard is it to actually... So with your 410, you've got the, um, God, what's it called? A reflex site. A reflex site. They call them a red dot, but it's green and it's technically a reflex. Yeah. It, like it looks, it looks like call of duty is what it looks yeah, like. That, yeah, that's what I think. It's I... quarters, uh, you know, a lot of times used in quick action, self-defense, like a pistol shotgun, mm-hmm. AR. They're used, like they're that. used like in three gun competitions too, if I'm not mistaken. Probably. Correct. So, like, how hard was something like that to sight in versus a like a, a like an actual red dot or a uh, you know a normal scope? The only thing that sucked about it, honestly, is mm-hmm. how much TSS costs, Duh. and TSS does not fly like your lead. Right, I thought it would. I thought it did last year, and to be honest, I sighted in with. Uh, I learned a very valuable lesson this year, so I sighted in with like seven and a half or eights or mm-hmm. whatever it was last year, regular, and then switched to TSS, saw a bunch of BBs in the head and neck area. So called it good. Mm-hmm. No, I'll bet. I'll bet <laughs> that turkey I missed, that long range uh-huh. turkey I missed last yeah. year. I'll bet I missed that bird because my pattern was coming in way low. Um, you find out. Like the first couple shots I took with Mm -hmm. my 410, I was hitting probably 15 or 20 feet in front of the target in the ground. And so even though the majority of the pellets were hitting there, I still had a couple of pellets up near the kill. So when you raise that up a little bit and you have 20 or 30 of them in there, you know, I'm thinking, oh, wow, that's probably you know, good bit of it. But Mm -hmm. what was happening is I wasn't using a big enough target to show the entire pattern. Ah, okay. And so I didn't realize what was going on. Well, when you switch from a 18 inch box to a five foot or six foot box, Uh man, it, it shows you. So, you know, that's kind of a real rookie move, which I'll be honest, I'm not used to sighting in shotguns and all that. And I'm, I, I don't know as much about that stuff as I do 
archery so right um i know that part now though so well that's good uh, that's good information to know but yeah it wasn't it wasn't tough at all once i once i figured out how far to move the little uh sight adjuster knob or whatever um it wasn't bad i wasn't moving it enough and then i figured it out and it was good but one thing i will say is both of my guns I've got or had <laughs> the yeah. patterns where basically you could say the bottom third of the pattern was just below your aiming point, basically, like the majority of it. So the majority of your pattern is floating high into that head and everything. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That way, when you reach out there a little bit, you're still aiming at the same spot and you're just going to waylay the piss out of that thing see and so when you guys were asking me and my dad said the same thing to me when <clears throat> i brought my uh 870 over to his house to sight it in with the with the red dot on it um everyone said like oh are you are you throwing bird shot through it and like that didn't even occur to me like i i sighted mine in like to get it on paper with old nitro turkeys that i had because you like in my head that's going to be more similar to the TSS than a, you know, you know, a, a bird shot load. And I mean, not, not necessarily shot size, but like with how it flies and goes through a choke and everything like that. So like when, you know, I think about those things for, for, for me, I, I, I don't know. Like, like the bird, the bird shot thing just like never even occurred to me. Like what you said, like, you mm-hmm. know, thinking, thinking it would go like straight like that to me, I would want what would be as close to what I was going to be shooting without actually shooting it. And, but the other part of the, you know, the pain in the ass that we've talked about all year here is, is that trying to find something other than a 10 day, 10 gauge Turkey load was, you know, yeah. hellaciously hard. And I'll say this much too, you can use those low brass, you know, eights or whatever mm-hmm. that are cheap, or they used to be anyway. Yeah, used and to be is right. You can practice breaking your shots and everything and mm-hmm. kind of get into a rhythm. But the other thing is, now that I know, I mean, TSS is flying lower, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like a, there's going to be like a bunch of left and right or whatever. No. It, it'll just fly lower. So shoot it until you're hitting high with that. Yep. That way you got to shoot less of your TSS. That way you're saving that way. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Uh, with absolutely. the sighting in part. Cause that's the God, dude, that's just way too much. Um, and, and we're fortunate. We, we pay basically half price for TSS. Oh, hell it's yeah. We, we pretty are pretty expensive. Yeah, but we're 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 lucky. We we pay what we do for it. I mean, I mean, Aaron does a hell of a job. Like he just flat out does a hell oh, of a yeah. job. Um, you know, I, I've never shot any Bryce's stuff. I've never shot any Federal TSS. Although I've seen pictures of guys recently um, shooting Federal TSS loads, and they do not look like they are firing right. I'm seeing a lot of issues on federal um i think there's been a bad batch somewhere i mean i think there has to have been has to have been at at some point because i mean guys had like bird shots still left in their 
in their wads and like the sides were blowing out on some of these uh hulls and that kind of stuff. I mean that that type of stuff gets hmm. scary. Oh yeah. Um I will say so Bruce over at Foxtrot Ammo um he makes some damn good rounds. I think he's very good. I think his round paired up with those Indian Creeks, dude. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're it's just it's not even fair. I mean y'all are going to see the review. Uh I got a turkey choke. It's a 385 constriction for the 410. It's a little child size. Everybody that says that, toy. that holds it's this a toy. gun, it's a child's <laughs> toy gun. It doesn't look real, doesn't feel real. It's tiny. Um I got a little Swamp Fox King Slayer reflex sight known as a red dot. And uh, I stuck an Indian Creek 385 constriction choke in there. And uh, Bruce sent us some uh, some nine and a halfs. And Bruce or Bryce? Bu- ah, I keep saying Bruce. Bryce. God bless Bryce. It. Yeah, I'm Bryce. tired, guys. Um, <laughs> Bryce Hensley. Uh, he sent us some nine and a halfs in a three inch and uh of course you're only ever shooting threes yeah four ten and he sent some duplex loads of nine and a half and tens Um, and for those of you that don't know what a duplex load is essentially you're taking nine and a half you know two different size pellets a lot of times they do this with a harder metal like a steel or uh bismuth or in this case, TSS. So you'll have those tiny little tens, which aren't much smaller than the nine and a halfs, right? Nines or whatever. Aaron made some seven by nine duplex last year, but the smaller pellets kind of serve as a little bit of a buffer, Mm -hmm. um, which tightens your pattern a little bit, but not a crazy bunch. Cause with, with TSS, I think, you know, people are used to seeing these tight patterns with long beards and the whole goal was to tighten it up as much as you could so that out at 50 and 60 yards, it was a dang good pattern. And it worked, mm-hmm. but that's no fun at 10 yards or 20. Right. Or 25. Right. So even 30. So uh, with TSS, I mean, you're, throw, you're throwing a pretty good, out of a 12 gauge, you're throwing a pretty good pattern at 15, 20 yards, and it's still throwing a pretty good similar pattern out there at 40 and 50. So um, that's kind of the whole draw to that. But yeah, that's what a, a duplex load is. It's two different uh, shot sizes in there to up your pellet count and kind of just tighten up the pattern a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you, you're going turkey hunt. I mean, how, how much, how many more opportunities do you think you're going to get to go? Because I mean, Ohio's season just came in last weekend, right? Yeah, dude, I was looking. I don't know what the hell people are thinking, but our numbers are clearly not where I think they should be. And somebody has to know that. Especially with a weekend. Well, I mean, with a weekend start like it, uh, I think there was 300 more birds killed versus what was killed last year. And you only had. I heard numbers were down. But, I, I, they, they're on ODNR's website. They there's really? three hundred more birds killed 
this year opening weekend versus uh, what was last year. But what they basically did was they took. Well, hold on. Opening weekend this year versus the first weekend last year. No, 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 no. That's what I'm getting ready to explain. Okay. So basically they took opening weekend and compared it to the first two days. Uh, That's stupid. Well, yeah. So you have. 300 more birds killed on a Saturday and Sunday versus a Monday or a Tuesday. So basically what that is, is you have guys getting out more during that weekend where, you know, you might not normally have it at the same time though. um, I don't know about you, but I'm hearing a lot of guys saying they're struggling to hear and find birds right now because um, of an, of a number of different factors and not, not necessarily in Kentucky, but at least in Ohio. So I'm hearing that as well. Uh, I've been out on what I would call two quickie hunts. I, they're mm-hmm. scout hunts for me. Uh, the first morning, this is on private. The first morning, I had only been to the farm once with the gentleman, and he showed me around on a gator, and uh, it's like 250 acres. Oh, That's wow. a heck of a piece of property, and it's gorgeous. Um, but not a lot of birds there i didn't see any turkey sign whatsoever so i got worried well i show up there and uh the what was it a few days later actually Mm -hmm. because this was after uh we had kate so it was what's today thursday so tuesday i went and just thought well i'll just go out and walk around and if i can sneak up on a bird and kill him or whatever excuse me, GoPro footage is going to have to do. So, and if I can set up on one, cool. Well, I only have until this place is about 25 minutes from my house. So I got to be back to my house no later than like 840. So I basically have, I mean, I've got till quarter after eight to hunt. And Mm -hmm. like, well, I have till quarter after eight to be pulling out of the driveway. So, I have till 7 45, 8 o'clock, basically. Yeah. And so I got on a strutter. He's all fanned out and he gobbled for me and everything. And he's about <laughs> 175, 200 yards out. And I'm like, man, do I call to this dude or do I just come back tomorrow and set up on him? So I do that. And lo and behold, I come back the next day, don't see a damn bird the whole morning. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what to do with my life. So couple of quickie hunts in. Uh, I'm going to get out a bunch as long as the wife stays healthy and sane. Yeah. Um, as long three as three little ones. Yeah. Three little ones, uh, man. The cool part about this is in the mornings, Cora can kind of help out with Colleen. Colleen's the one that we need help with. Cora yeah. is self-sufficient. She can do everything but take herself to school. Yeah. So we don't wait. She's our little second mom basically she's amazing (laughs) so she's been so helpful so um she's seven for those of you that don't know as you say she's Um, seven or eight seven so she's a very mature little thing so uh colleen is my little girl but she is she's difficult hell on wheels (laughs) she is uh in her terrible twos basically i believe that little magical stage um (laughs) She will run you to death. And so Cora can kind of help with her. And then uh, I can take Cora to school. And by about the time I get back, 
Colleen's laying down for her first nap and little man sleeps the majority of the day. So I can get back out. And the other thing is Monday, the evening portion opens up so I can go out for little stints here and there in the evenings, which helps tremendously, especially when you're hunting farm birds, those woodland Mm -hmm. birds, it's tough to figure out where one's going to roost farmland birds, you know, where they're going to roost. So you can just sit there and wait on them. But, um, so yeah, I'll, I'll get out more, but kind of back to our little convo about the Mm -hmm. Ohio Turkey season. Uh, I'm pretty sure they lengthened our season. I believe that they did. Um, if I'm not mistaken, they lengthened it by a weekend. I want to say, yeah. So I think, I think with them having extending that extra couple days, I mean, it'll be interesting to see because I always feel like it, it comes in like the week after Kentucky does and Kentucky came in late this year. Um, and I can't remember how they end up thinking of how they do it, but it came in later than what it normally does because last year I feel like no two years ago I feel like it was earlier and it was but last year it was that same weekend but it ha- it has something to do with how how those dates fall and it, it makes it makes it tough but you know that all being said like you're still gonna have those opportunities you're just gonna have to hunt a little bit differently yeah. with um with all that greenery being out and around because i mean we've had a spring where it just like everything is just popped immediately i feel like mm-hmm. yeah it's um we've had some warm temps and good amount of rain but a good amount of sort of drying up and um it has dude it it looked like may days ago oh uh, yeah definitely I mean, did normally you know it's end of the second week of season in ohio before you're looking anything like that and it basically looks <clears throat> like that well before uh may i mean it's just yeah crazy oh definitely crazy definitely crazy so you're gonna get out and hunt i'm gonna get out and hunt this weekend i mean it, it seems like we're you know we're going to have that ability to get out there and do that. It's just a matter of. Can we close? Know, can we close and, you know, family stuff, you know, being a dad takes uh precedence <laughs> over doing some of this stuff. Like I said, you know, tomorrow's going to be a beautiful day, but I'm spending it at the zoo and with my kid at his birthday party. And nice. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll be a fun day. And it's, it's one of those things where when when you get to go do it it it's it's fun and you know he's already said he wants to go next year yeah we'll see how that goes um you know it it's it'll be it'll be an interesting kind of thing to do but it, it you know as a as a dad you know you have to make those choices and you know while we all want to get out there and hunt all the time and that kind of stuff you know family comes first oh sure yeah i agree with that and i love my kids Probably never going to touch my wife again. Uh, <laughs> we keep having them. Um, no, I uh, I love them to death. And the cool part about having a kid, uh, well, I have one on November 1st. What's up, Al? I have one on November 1st, and I have another on. Uh... <laughs> she can't hear you. <laughs> oh, okay. Here. Well, tell on. her I said what's He said what's up. What's up? Sorry, Rick's wife just came home. I got to say hi. <laughs> she said that she's just spending her Thursday evening in the hospital. Yeah, that's cool. I uh, I must say, feel special 
because I held back what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who the, who's the blonde? Um, but anywho, yeah, I, uh, I've i got a baby girl on November 1st. Genius, right? Uh, and then I've got another one literally the day before opening day of turkey season. So um, here we are. Yes, we but, are. Uh, yeah, we'll get out and do some hunting, fishing, all that. We'll be fine. Yeah, good deal. I'm going to have to prioritize uh, a lot of things over a lot of things. So we'll we'll see. It, it, it all comes out in the wash eventually. Oh yeah. So, well, deal. dude, uh, let's um, let's close this one out and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go kill some birds this week. Yeah. So I'll give my concluder um, one. Uh, if you have the ability to take somebody hunting, please do hunting or fishing this spring or fall or whenever, um, get them out, get them in the outdoors. It's a good area to be Uh second thing. Uh, congrats on the Bengals for drafting Jamar chase and hopefully it'll take the top off. So Joe Burrow doesn't lose his other knee, even though we didn't draft an offensive <laughs> lineman tonight. I'm okay Are you with seriously that. promoting the Cincinnati Bengals on our <laughs> podcast. Um, not. God. I'm promoting Joe Burrow. I like Joe. I like I think, Joe. I, th- I think I think Joe's a stand-up guy. He's an Oh an Ohioan, um, and he is uh, he is ever deserving of everybody's um, everybody's love from this state. Support. Yeah, I mean, I wish they wouldn't have drafted him. Yeah, because then I could just not watch at all. But I could not help. A couple of times, I just sat there watching him. Like this guy's a rookie. Yeah, kidding yeah me? He, he's 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 good, man. He's, he's good, already man. like a top ten QB, top five QB. Yeah, and then protect him. And you draft his his uh his best receiver from college. Like I think that they finally the Bengals made the right decision and decided to like listen to their quarterback for once and say, hey, um, you know, every person we've ever drafted from the state of Oregon or went to the College of Oregon hasn't done real well. So what do you want? I want my wide receiver from LSU. Okay, good. We're going to listen to you. Um, and I, I hope that I hope that it does well. I mean, you know, I'm for me, you know, football is part of deer camp. It's part of the fall. So I agree. Know, I, I, uh, I always look Chilean at it that football, way too. baby. Chilean football, Chilean football. So those are my two things. What do you got? Um, well, first things first, thank you to my lovely wife. Yes. Our, our third child, and I swear to God, it's our last. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, really, I don't have a whole lot other than just for those guys that are struggling with turkey season. Turkey season is about shots on goal. Not everybody has a nice farm where they can go set up on six different strutters that they know are going to be out there and they've got them on camera every day. That's not the reality for most people. So just keep going and try new things. One thing I try, uh, I call it trolling, walk a little bit, call, walk a little bit, call, strike a gobbler and just keep trying. And eventually you'll kill one. Can't tell you how many times I've killed a Turkey just by sticking with it and not being, you know, a good Turkey hunter. But yeah, I tell you what, killed a lot of birds when good turkey hunters weren't yep <laughs> the guys who are great at calling and great at you know this or that or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um you know if sometimes you got to do something different absolutely so that's absolutely. I'll, I'll say that's my concluder 
Good deal, man. Y'all have a great, great uh, week uh, when this comes out anyway. And hopefully we've got some birds on the ground to talk about after this airs. Yeah. If uh, when this airs and you see the post for it on our site or on one of our pages and there's a bird in one of our hands, uh, it means that we had a successful weekend. If not, um, it still means that we had a fun weekend nonetheless. So right. with that being said, this has been Fueled by the Outdoors. We've been your hosts, Rick Cates and Chris Leppert, and we will talk at you all later. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. See you guys. And that will do it for our podcast today. Please remember to subscribe, like, review on all major podcasting platforms. We are available on Apple, Google, TuneIn, CastBox, Spotify, and all other major podcasting platforms. As always, we are available for contact at theeliteoutdoors1 at gmail.com. That is theeliteoutdoors, the number one, at gmail.com. Thanks a lot, guys. Talk to you next time.